or nostalgia becomes important when it becomes necessary, when younger generations have nothing to look forward to or very little to look forward to. And that's why I think there's an entire nostalgia market currently. Welcome to Our Thoughts Tonight. Join us as we chat in a mellow mood about music, philosophy, psychology, and anything else that will come to mind. Enjoy. Our Thoughts Tonight. Our Thoughts Tonight. Our Thoughts Tonight. Our Thoughts Tonight. We are here, and Apollo is here. Hello? Zach is here. What's up? Ashik is here. What's up? And I am your host, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Uh, may I have four different topics for, for $400? So tonight we have a large topic, or large topics, but it's all under the umbrella of nostalgia. So this is a very special day for us. I think we mentioned a few episodes ago that we, the place that we usually do our episodes would be the last time we did it. That was a lie. But this, this is, is our, the last this time. This is for sure, most likely, our last time at you know our normal place. How did you uh, say nostalgia, Apollo? By oh, the way, you said nostalgia earlier. Yeah, say it. You said nostalgia? Oh, no, nostalgia? Nostalgia. Okay. Nostalgia. Um, yeah, so really quickly before we get to Christian Sentum, just large topic of nostalgia. Subtopics will include the sanctity of space, beginnings and endings, and kind of a left field uh, topic that will connect in a way... Uh, Essentially, the good life, um, you know, the the conversation of like the republic in the modern day, in conjunction with how the modern Western society is very abstract and not focused on the good life. We'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, but before all that, as always, Kruchem Sanctum. And Bailey is now here. And uh, yeah, so should we get to more specifics of the topics, or uh, let's yeah, talk shoot. about let's talk about nostalgia real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, was already. Let's start nostalgia. with uh, what comes into your head when you think of nostalgia. Good question, Zach. Who wants to lead us off? Let's uh, let's have Bailey answer. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Go for it. lady oh first. Nostalgia. I think potentially cabs are nostalgic to me. Cabs. I don't know. When when I think of nostalgia because of the when I was born, um, I think of like late nineties, early two thousands, mostly music and art and what was projected around me as I was in my youth, like In Sync or Britney Spears, shit like that, or Barney or fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. All those things are nostalgic to me. Scooby Doo, um, you know, mostly music though. Um, those are the things that are the most nostalgic to me. Are so like things, things that, that you like, enjoyed almost essentially things that brought me back to a yeah. time when like I listened to a soundtrack or if I watched a movie from back when like, um, the sword in the stone from Disney, I watched that when I was my son's age, I was like four or five years old and I watched that and I still watch that all the time. Yeah. Still one of my top five favorite movies. And every time I watch it, it brings me back to a time in my life where like I was just like in a different state or mind and I remember everything that was around me and everything that happened around me. So that's like one example. Well, you mentioned that movie a lot actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's the best. Yeah. King Arthur's cool. So is Archimedes and Merlin and all of the things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What about you, Ashik? Actually kind of opposite. I, I think of like bad memories but I twi- I, we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> no, different. no, like, so this will, let's go yeah, into a conversation asking, on itself. He was asking about it. And earlier, me and I, Paul, were talking, and like, so like, is nostalgia essentially positive? And like, I would say, yeah, because like, most of my nostalgia is towards bad memories, but I twist them positively in my nostalgia. Like, I missed, you know, so-and-so bad experience, not because I want to be in that, ex- well, Actually, maybe like in nostalgia, I want to be in those bad experiences. Even let though, me get back there. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's weird because like it's not even like, I mean, yeah, there's like you know whatever childhood memories. Oh, I want to be back there. Or whatever. Um, we got some new. <laughs> yeah, I would when you when you say nostalgia, I think negative things like turning only neg- negative. Like there not is only an early, no 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 there's an early no, not only negative. Like, I know, I, but uh, there's a lot of yeah. When I, the first impulse in mind is like I think of like. The depression of so and so. Would you year, call them life lessons at the same time? They probably something are. I don't take them something? as I, in the nostalgic trip. They're not lessons, but they are lessons yeah. overall. Yeah. But yeah, you no, I I usually think of like mostly because like um, 
I don't know, like, like, oh, like I was in my most emotional in touch self, like in touch with myself or whatever. Sometimes I, like, oh, I was more, most artistic during this pure yeah. period. Or whatever. I wrote this many um, songs. Yeah. Actually, you, th- yeah, actually yeah. tabula rasa actually makes me think of like negative memories it's in a positive one thing sense. that I've yeah, witnessed the, the recently song. is like, oh, like beforehand I'm like, oh, I haven't been that mus- musically inclined. I haven't really done anything to improve myself. And then you get into an emotional state where you're like not certain of yeah. anything. And then your first instinct is to pick up an instrument that you're familiar yeah. with. And then yeah. you get really good all of a sudden. You're like, wow, I haven't done this in a while. Why uh-huh. haven't I done this in a while? Uh-huh. I'm good at this thing. Yeah, actually, And it, it also brings back more nostalgic memories. That actually comes with like, because I don't play guitar as much nowadays. Yeah. Whenever I do, it's like, oh, yeah, I used to play this. Yeah, we're all guitar players <laughs> I used to here. Play, I used to play this instrument. Yeah. yeah. Or like, or like drums, old recordings that, or whatever. But <laughs> like what... what uh, nostalgic memories comes to you like when forefront we, in your brain. Yeah, when you say nostalgia, what comes when to you mind? Say, yeah, there you go. Uh, most recently, I would say I think about uh, I think about Weezer. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. And 2014 is a good year. Uh, I was in Turkey for a few weeks and uh, listened to a lot of Weezer, specifically the Blue album. Yeah, that's like the first thing that pops in my mind right now. But in general, the concept of nostalgia, a uh, Christmas also, um, un- oh, yeah. yeah, also related. And like any any time Christmas comes around, it's like lots of nostalgia and yeah. classical conditioning associated with that. But the biggest thing I think is the uh, a statement that Baudrillard makes on nostalgia, which sticks with me. I think about whenever I am feeling nostalgic. I think is I think this is Baudrillard. I could be misattributing that, but it's... Um, Fact check. What was it? I'm trying to word it properly. Or nostalgia becomes important when it becomes necessary, when younger generations have nothing to look forward to or very little to look forward to. And that's why I think there's a, an entire nostalgia market currently. Oh, totally. That sounds like much accurate. I was going to say, um, in connection with that also, like with my thing with like negatives, like... Nostalgia, like historically, I'm not sure, might have been the ancient Greeks. I don't know, but like nostalgia was like considered like a, like a bad thing, almost like a disease. Like you're yeah, so back in, in the, the day? past. Yeah, I, it might have been the ancient Greeks. I forget who. Exactly. I think they misattributed nostalgia to like an illness, or probably what w- what it would be called in 2022 would be reminiscing. N- no, no, it would be called <laughs> um, forethought. <laughs> no, hold on one second. All right, some of them do. A maladaptive disorder uh, or maladaptive depressive symptoms yeah. and acute depression. So, yeah, let's say, yeah, longing, I guess, would be to put simply when you're reminiscing it's still to it's a just, fault, like yeah. where you're hindering yourself and you know you're ill, obviously, yeah. because of a depression of some yeah. sort. Okay. I mean, it's still, it's still nostalgia, but it's like to an extreme sense, essentially. Yeah. But, but I think nostalgia is different than just general memory. That that it's a different it's a different it's a different word. It's a different mm-hmm. meaning. It it's way more personal, uh-huh. and it's oftentimes triggered by one of our senses. It could be the smell of gingerbread during Christmas. Yeah. And then you're thinking of your grandma's gingerbread uh, cookies. Yeah. It could be flowers in the garden. Yeah. It could be the crispiness of of a croissant. And so like that smells. transports you to some, some other time place, in your life. another time. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I've it, had that. It's not just general memory. It's, I had this teddy bear when I was a kid and it had a certain smell. And then like 15 years later, I smelled something. Uh-huh. That was exactly the same. So it, yeah. it, so and then it, it brought me back to when I was like four or five yes, years old. It instantly transports you back yeah, to in that time. time. Yeah. In and because thing. of that trigger, it is very live, very active. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying? I guess it to me seems like maybe it is memory, though, in a pretty pure sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's memory, but yeah. it's more specific. Yeah. 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 Was, we could have bad memories. I was going to say, I, I don't think it's like. I don't think it's universally triggered by senses, but like, I think most more often than not, it does get triggered by senses. But like, you could just be like thinking about stuff, 
like anything else like um it's almost like getting triggered by your memories like oh i'll think of like this general thing and then oh that'll remind me of this event at this place yeah that'll take me back to that life way that is a trigger yeah it's a trigger but it's not like central but yeah it is a trigger same things that goes yeah. with like setting up shows and shit too, like the things that I do, like setting up concerts or events or corporate events or whatever. Yeah. Especially if you do it enough times and then you forget and then like say it goes away and you don't do it for a while and then it comes back. Yeah. Sends you back five years or four years or however duration of time it is. You're like, oh, wow, I remember this time when I was joking yeah. around with so-and-so. And like you don't think like during that time those things are going to stick with you until – plus years later and then you're like wow i have an actually i have like a catalog of what happened in my life yeah you know what well, I mean? actually, and that's a trip in itself um it's actually super interesting i didn't even think about this before we before right now like, a lot of like what we're talking about is um there's i forget the exact name but there's a concept in philosophy where it's like essentially you have like your you know your living perspective self essentially like you're just living in your life and then there's like what you look back to essentially mm-hmm. so like it, it kind of translates into something called narrative selves narrative selves like mm-hmm. you know you think about some memory and it's part of who you are but it's obviously can't be that until you actually live through it and you know the significance <laughs> afterward yeah. so it's yeah so it's it's this kind of goes you know, a little different from nostalgia but like um like certain things obviously don't have their meaning until like years later essentially like even right now they as, don't take as the last episode of this space yeah has the meeting has not settled in for any of us no. until much later. But most likely, at least three, two, three, four, five years from now, it will. Yeah, and it's and but, we know that, for and a it's going to constitute our own selfhood actually, because like yeah. this will be an ending to a certain place that's a big part of our lives, change, and that's part of ourselves. So, you know, it's it's as of right now an experience, just bare bones, but. Obviously, this will have nostalgic connotations later on. What memory comes to mind, or what event, or what association comes to mind for you, Apollo? Nostalgia. Yeah. First word. Okay, so one thing that oftentimes um, comes to mind is I lost my father a few years back, and he was a a musician, and I used to uh, do a lot of gigs with him on weekends. That's Yeah, I still need a record, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to get you that record. Maybe we'll play it. Yeah. We'll play it on a podcast one of these days. Yeah. But anyways, uh, he he ran with PV pretty much exclusively. And just just if I see an old PV amp, it's, there's it's, an it's immediate just flood of, yeah. even yeah. if, even if, even by me looking at this microphone. And you saw the word PV. If I look at just some of this stuff, Here. but PV especially, I just instantly remember setting him up running around between San Diego yeah. and Sonata just so you were his roadie up. that didn't get paid every <laughs> yeah yeah every Friday night Friday yeah. night Saturday I feel that dude that was breaking me. it down on Sunday <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's, good. that's that, cool that though, was man. it so that's that, that just yeah. something that really came to mind straight away well you're lucky man at least your father was a musician so it's like something to aspire to and look up to I guess I'm just kind of thinking of a, a through line here being that this, these all strike me as memory associations yeah. like that we're all associating with nostalgia here and maybe particularly like childhood, but also like not totally discriminating, like it necessarily being childhood, but maybe just like any memory that we have a fond association with. But um, I was more so just also thinking about what Ashok was saying, kind of about how like the meaning um, of a particular moment sometimes doesn't come about until sometime after. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking about um, nostalgia being like a beneficial or like comforting delusion because it kind of is yeah. a delusion because like in that moment, you know, you had all your struggles and like frustrations and like discontentments of regularly scheduled life. So um, and like looking back and thinking of it as necessarily better. Um, yeah. There's like an element of delusion. Yeah. And then to specifically answer like what I think of when I think of nostalgia, I definitely just think of like the 90s <laughs> in general. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> I think I think uh, depending on when you were born and when you first got your consciousness, 
like and an understanding of your surroundings to a similar sense, you know? I feel like that's when the older you get, nostalgia like sets in well, because it's just like triggers I gotta, to your on. brain. I want to stop for one second and I right, like how you it. said, I just got my consciousness like somebody gives it to you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I got my consciousness Whoa. today. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's like funny. you like you bought something at Gap or something. Yeah. <laughs> I got a discount. But you know what I mean? Like the earliest memories Free that shipping. you can... I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I know. Just you, like the I know you guys. Put it. I, I, yeah. yeah. It's the most simplistic way I can put it. You're right, though. It's, it's kind of like, like you um, acquire it. I, I realized when my son acquired it. You know what I mean? Like That's when, interesting. When you've witnessed a human being grown from, like, a potato with arms and legs that doesn't know how to talk until, like, he's six years old and, like, has an understanding of what's going on well, around him, who's around him, memories that they share with you where you're not even like engaging with them. They're like, you remember that time three years? I'm well, like, I, you remember that far back? Like, that's a trip. That's to, crazy. To like listen to a six year old tell you from when he was three, yeah. when something happened, I'm like, you remember that? But, but, but I think like, but that's there's, crazy. I, I think there's a, I was actually, you're actually hitting on like, it might not be nostalgia. But, well, that's what I was going to say. I think yeah. like nostalgia, I think is a very heightened form. Like, for example, like what you're describing is almost like remembering or missing. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I feel like nostalgia is like, it's not just missing. It's like, like kind of Bailey, what you were saying, like it was better back then, or like yeah. I want to go back. Well, it's yeah. still missing in that sense, but like, like it's. I think it's a different feeling, and uh, and it's also also with age, like there's like a gray area between nostalgia and like, like miss. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like nostalgia is basically laid on like symbolism, like you know, you certain things have like certain symbolic meanings, and obviously as you get yeah. older more and more things have meaning and more and more of those have richer meaning yeah. like different meanings can be on it's the same like thing it's, you know it's like uh triggers in a good way and in a bad way yeah well i, Depending th- I think on with nostalgia based off of i think it's yeah specifically nostalgia it's a good thing yeah like, usually, it makes bad things well, it could be with anything said, you said earlier that yeah. it could be a bad it could be thing a bad too. thing but, but it could have been something. But the they content's from. bad. The content's yeah, yeah. bad. But the nostalgic feeling is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. and to a point where it's like delusional or irrational. Like I am yeah, missing yeah. something that's bad. Totally. Yeah. Which I think that's probably where you get like the whole the depressive states or whatever like that. Oh yeah. Um, you know, with you know, oh, like nostalgia is a God poison knows or a we've disease. All had those. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like that's why I think nostalgia is like a very heightened and very different. It's laid on all these all right. very you know fundamental feelings, but it's so diverse. It could be triggered by sense and nonsense is, is memory and non-memory yeah. associated like smell you can, taste you, like it's memory because you remember that but you like feel it you know that's why i would argue like it's it's a powerful form of stimulus response it's yeah. a lot of it has to do with classical conditioning through the intake of a perception it elicits a physiological response of some sort yeah almost not exactly a physiological like saliva or anything like that but an emotion like a nervous uh, nervous system sets off neurons in your brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. So it's a similar to a cla- it is classical conditioning for sure. But what purpose it serves is and and why it comes so powerfully is not yet known to the well, best of my knowledge. I mean, purpose is like I mean that's like very subjective. But I think a part of it's like it's your yeah. one unintended consequence i think and you might, you might not even be conscious of it is like <laughs> it no. kind of unifies yourself throughout your whole history like i remember these memories and like i guess it, and part of it because it's so symbolic is like could you say it's like taking you back to your roots it's taking yeah yeah exactly it's taking you back to your roots and like i am this person and i have been this person my entire life and yeah. i know what i have been, done in the past and I know how that feels, like very yeah. like specifically. It's I like, feel uh, like that's why, to a certain extent, I feel like nostalgia can be a tool. Um, yeah. And so, like, I think if used in like moderation, not in excess, like yeah. relying on nostalgia, which sounds like yeah, no, kind no. of a depressive coping mechanism. Um, I think just using bits of nostalgia as a tool, like in combination with ritual or inspiration, I think is really healthy, and I think that does help to like. Um, provide some continuity throughout a person's life yeah. Yeah. Um, just in terms of yeah. like mindfully choosing nostalgic things that help them along yeah you know? it's a good yeah. motivator when you don't have one like it's a good cheerleader if you don't have one I, you know, say you're in a I writing process and you're like oh man how come I got to this state why is everything so stale whether you're writing yeah. a book or writing music or yeah. collaborating with whoever actually you're right yeah. and then you can have some forethought and then think about something that that has transpired in your past life 
And then it inspires you to do something that's new that I, has nothing it, it, to do it can, with it. It can also be, I, I would agree, but I think yeah. sometimes it can also be like the other way where it's like, like I'm a super nostalgic person to an unhealthy degree. Yeah. Like it can stifle your motivation too. Like, man, it was just better back then. So it's like, but it's funny because like, like yin or yang. But then. it's really funny because again, because like, I've always seen it as like, like the more you go, always the more, like it's so funny. Like you're nostalgic now for a time beforehand and then you're nostalgic for that time. And it just continues Whether it's on. good or bad, I well, yeah. So it's like it's like, com- yeah. like perpetually creating itself. Yeah, which is it's I think it's similar to interval. I don't know. Again, like uh, I'm coming back to asking the question is like, what's the purpose? Because I think that's a lot of like why reminiscing. That's, that's the yeah I know, but that doesn't yeah you reminisce. But doesn't answer the why question. why yeah, do you why do you exactly? Do but it, I think it always like I think where the where it stops is like the principle of like temporal contiguity where two things occurring in time at a similar time are associated often, but those things could separate, uh, occur separately years. Like what you said, you know, like the meaning has not exactly settled now. Far more primal instinct for the purpose of (laughs) some sort of inductive knowledge for sure. Yeah. But yeah. why it comes in like often a pleasurable uh, sensation is also mysterious. Well, yeah, because yeah. that's interesting. Like usually the whole and bad note, things too. It's come like in pleasurable. I note. think it depends on like your state of mind. Like if you're in a depressive state of mind, yeah. you think about good things. If you're in like a happy state of mind, you could be thinking about well, nostalgic things that are bad, just like you were talking about earlier. Well, that's you know what funny. I mean. I feel like I mean, as personally speaking, like I feel like the more happy I am, the less nostalgic I am. Because okay. like, why why look back? But also another thing is like, usually like bad things are more highlighted in memories usually because like, yeah. oh, that's like more big or whatever. But again, it's funny because nostalgia is like the complete opposite of that. It's like yeah. you can still th- you know think about bad things, but it's yeah. always in a positive context. It almost seems as if it's like, you know, your brain over the course of your life is taking your memories and deciding whether to throw Filing them out. Them. Yeah. So you, it's, and you know, a lot of therapies. Uh, it might be defensive. It is. It's like, yeah. re. It's it's reiterating these traumatizing yeah. memories yeah. as positive beneficial right. life memories lessons and associating like reassociating yeah. them with positive yeah. things so like i remember in 2016 i was like full-blown addict and it was like the worst time of my life in, in at that moment but in hindsight now after how many years i'm like wow yeah. it was one of the most liberating times of my life yeah even though, I like, would, during I, it, it might, I would not yeah, have exactly, ever thought yeah. that yeah. at the time. Yeah, but during it's, but, the time. But then, but like, then the whole, the whole question rises up like, okay, like, is your judgment now clouded by nostalgia or is it like an Absolutely. actual assessment, though? Well, I think, I don't think it's an actual assessment because if I were to take myself and put myself back then, I would probably hate it just as much. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, but like, it's that's why, that's why I think it's tricky because, like, you can, like, look back at a bad memory and, like, okay, it was bad during the time, but it was for a better purpose and it worked out. Without being clouded by nostalgia. I feel, I feel but I think like, being clouded by nostalgia is a little bit different. I feel like because it's part of the equation. You're not in it now. Yeah. And yeah. it was then. Yeah. And like you have umpteen years to think about what was then yeah. is a part of it. I think that's what's a part of nostalgia. I don't think mm-hmm. like if you were to take yourself from now and put yourself back then, then like yeah. you're viewing of it from course a safe you would still distance. feel that yeah. you would feel the same way. Yeah. But I feel like time in a sense, is a is a part of it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's uh. But that's just my own take. I don't know shit. So no, no, that's that's a good point. Uh, I want to bring up Freud. Oh, I there's a great quote by Freud, and um, I always see it on like these Tumblr type posts, and it's like, uh, I don't want to misquote him, but it's something along these lines, and it's it's like. One day, man's most difficult times will be his most cherished, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, he spoke a lot about nostalgia because yeah. you know he was fascinated by the Greeks, of course. And yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about it, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like it's just a readjustment of traumatic experiences. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. So super off topic, but it's related. So one issue in philosophy of and uh, self selfhood mm-hmm. is. Um, since you have different stream, you have different streams of consciousness, and they're separated by gaps, sleep, vegetative states. Um, so, like, there's a you know a, a break in the con- you know the continuity of consciousness or whatever. So, a big philosophical problem is connecting different selves across different streams. Uh, 
Yeah. So it's like, oh, yourself across this stream, yourself across that stream. How do you connect those two? And one option is memories, but memories are really bad philosophically, false yeah. memories, um, just fission cases and like all these weird metaphysical things that are really bad. But nostalgia is interesting. Where actually, nostalgia might be a really good tool in philosophy of selfhood or to connect different streams of consciousness because memories by themselves aren't good enough, no. but memories with different connotations once you have, once you have them. So like hypothetically, you can have you know, two people, different people with the same memories, yeah. but one might take that very differently than the as other. if you've lived through it kind yeah. of, kind of off topic, but like the so might, be a, really, could be, might a be a good theoretical tool in a, uh, personal continuity. Yeah. So let's take a break. Take a yeah, break. we'll be right back. With our thoughts tonight. Our thoughts tonight. We are back on our thoughts tonight. Wait, with nostalgia, I was going to say originally, and uh, this might go into the subtopic of sanity of space, but essentially being nostalgic for things that you weren't there for. So in the conversation, I mean, Apollo, oh, we're having you're like earlier. third person in an idea then. Yeah. So, Paul, I think you, you have the example of the, the Wailing Wall or like, there's a nostalgia there. towards a place that has significance, maybe like to your community or society. You weren't there, you know, for whatever. Why is that important? No. But you still feel, is that still nostalgia? Is that a different feeling? If it is nostalgia. It's like you're a part of it, but you weren't there. Yeah. Um, you're a part of it, but wasn't present. Or like, I, yeah. I think it can be, it can be nostalgia, nostalgia. Cookie. So it's, it's about the individual. It's about an individual. And it's about an individual's um, experience. Experience that has to be linked to their ancestors. Yeah. So, For that specific one, I think. Right, example. and I think that's where we're, we were we were going to touch up on space. Space. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, yes, I think that counts. But it's of course this is a reference to what people have potentially known about the wall, but if they've yeah. never been there before. So it's like people's past past experiences that you're living price, uh, vicariously through them, but you learned a lesson from, but you're referencing towards their experience. Right. They, like, they <clears> know, is that they, what you're they saying? They know that they, their ancestors yeah, yeah. touched that wall. Yeah. yeah, and you've experienced it from year to year. Now, so yeah. now you cannot... So pre-existing information is that yeah right? yeah oh, so young it's, it's almost like pre-existing well, it has, nostalgia. It be Jungian, but like it's just like that's crazy. Well, I, I think I think this is a little bit different from nostalgia, but like it depends. But you know, like, like if, a tale that's like, been I carrying am somewhere on, like, that has significance towards like my people, and I was not there for the construction or for the significance of this site. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like they could be multiple feelings. Like I I am from the same people, like the same people who mm-hmm. built this thing. I yeah. am the same people. I'm a this, we have suffered from, the same stuff. The yeah. same, even though I have may have not suffered. Could the same. you say that mythology is nostalgia? Then it could be like you know, like for to a certain extent. Um, in a way, like I don't want to get into that too much. I mean, you could, you could. I mean, you could argue like I don't know. You could argue maybe like a modern person from like Greece or whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Like they may have like. Um, oh, my ancestors built whatever, or they believe in these certain things. Like I'm just, wanna, that's an off the cuff example, but like I want to do the ancestry dot com thing. Oh just yeah, so I can know my roots. <laughs> I was like, I'll get some nostalgia from that. They'll, they just send it to Chinese uh, biometric uh, analysis uh, farms. So and then the lab. Chinese come after you, according to the U.S. government. Oh, tight, dude. Man, I, just wanna, I just want to know <laughs> if I'm Chinese. actually Turkish. Yeah. The Chinese go come at me, man. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, they, they want Zach Cross's biometric data. Yeah, no, like, but, but we it, need it, to look it, up. It's interesting. I'm not sure if it's nostalgia, but it's like it shows like the the symbolism of like space, at least for that example. Well, I, I mean, it may not be nostalgia like directly, but it could be like, oh, um, like I long for this past. Like this past was like. Even if it was on a good, it could be a bad experience again, right? There's like these, this is like my people, this is where they were. I'm coming from these people. There's a positive connotation. I'm even from if it's here. Negative, yeah, right. negative positive or positive. But I, I was referring to well, well, yeah. what what someone's grandfather would, yeah. would potentially speak those positive memories. Back, yeah. Yeah. And you'd want to relive that. Yeah. They're no longer here, but you want to experience that. Mm. And you still do get an experience out of it. If you, if you know of the past history and knowledge of it, then... 
actually you get some nostalgia out of it. I have a per, I mean, personally, shoot, there's one exa- historical example that for some reason there's a nostalgic feeling for me, and I don't know why. Civil War, like American Civil War, for some reason has a very nostalgic feel. Like, I don't know why. For I, me, it's World War One, yeah. really. Well, like, you were in Tennessee, you were in Tennessee around like your adolescence, right? Yeah, but like, I, I don't, know I, if, I I don't think, even know if the, the Civil War. Occurred. It wasn't. I mean, there was there was massive battles in Tennessee, like Chattanooga and all that. But like, no, I'm, I'm at least. I mean, for World War One, I, I I do have a nostalgia in terms of like that's like what my family's been obsessed with. Obviously, every Turk is obsessed with World War One. Yeah, exactly. But, Why? But you I'm don't talking. have a powerful um, nostalgia towards it because you don't necessarily remember those areas as yeah. Vividly. But it, I no, do. But I think if you've but gone you remember there, the Tennessee areas yeah, more. Yeah. Well, the Tennessee wasn't. When I think of Civil War, I don't think Tennessee, for example. Like that's. A little different. Like I don't think I don't think I even knew that the Civil War was a thing when I was like eight years old. But yeah. like of AP US history in high school when we so, did so much Civil War. I think it's more than that. I I would say this. I think I they're would. connected, but I don't think directly. Like for example, like my love of the Civil War is connected to like living in the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think my nostalgia is coming from that. So what I mean nostalgia, I don't mean just for myself. I mean like I think universally the Civil War has a nostalgic feeling for it. Like this was a depressing time in Very, American US yeah. history. I, I, maybe it's might be more general for nostalgia is like of negative things. And like, like the South, like probably objectively speaking has a very negative. Well, I don't want to say this, but like in the context of the civil war, it's very negative, you know, slavery, all like, primarily to slavery. Um, but I think that's part of it. Like, for example, like old Dixie or whatever, or like, there's like this connotation of like, back in the old days but again it's it's positively spun even now where it's like the modern southern person like it's black people well that but it's like (laughs) there's there's a a relevance to the past but like but like but notice again like it's a defensive move it's the war of northern aggression forget about the slavery forget about the bad stuff it's my heroic struggle against northern oppression it's, it's it's twisting a positive. I don't know if I have connected that is a nostalgia or whatever. Probably Started partially. since uh, when you said World yeah. War One. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of uh, you know like uh, Bushido in Japan. You know, like it's all propaganda and it's like all fake. But even now, Japanese businessmen are like they still practice by that. And you'll see yeah. Bushido lines up on their like walls. But they're at yeah. The top. yeah. And, you know, yeah. It's Bushido. It's his way of the samurai. The way of the warrior, you know? Yeah. It's a code of ethics to hold yourself by. But back then, it was just propaganda to keep you enslaved to the government. Go for it. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't sacrifice yourself for wage slavery. And yeah. I, I would definitely argue that the American dream also relies yeah. on a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. 100%. I, I, I will it's quickly, like purely nostalgic. I will quickly say with, it never with, existed. with Bushido, though, like, originally samurai were, like, fucking bandits that, like, were, like, they essentially, like, helped conquer the north of Japan and then they were just a fucking problem because they were just like war hungry. Yeah, well, they, they kind of had to be controlled, but obviously for probably bad reasons. Yeah. Another part I was going to say, I don't want to diver too much from the, su- to the southern uh, or the south or whatever, but uh, I also found like nostalgia for like Bronze Age history. Like, I mean, you know, I like history or whatever, but and, like most of history is in the context of like, we're doing that, you know, we're, this episode will be in the middle of our world history thing. But as <laughs> most of world histories are very like, at least Western history is very narrative. Like, you know, you know uh, Rome after Rome is like the fall of Rome, whatever. And then like, you know, medieval age, colonialism before Rome, Persians, whatever. Right. Um, but the bronze age is like so pure and it's like, it's not really attached as much. It's just like, it's ancient. It's pure. It's maybe because I'm like from, from the fucking middle East, but like, it's like this is also nostalgia there. I think yeah. where it's like, this is where all of humanity like technologically comes from. Um, but again, like we, none of us like lived in these areas or, or like lived in these times or whatever. I think a lot of it has to do with the uh, Orientalism and the media depictions and, but you've and heard the, of it. It could be, but like you, you mean Marvel your, your parents, your grandparents, <laughs> yeah. your, your uncles, aunts. Yeah, yeah but I those are all, those are all stories and those are all stories but based I think off of, that of might the have regurgitation to. of people's perceptions, and so, yeah, so is the artwork, and so is the pictures, yeah. Yeah. or the pictures that you look at, and you perceive them in, in putting them through the filter of your inductive knowledge. Yeah. So it all goes back to like uh, the temporal thing that I was talking about, where like if you have this desire, like for instance, like your your draw 
towards the Civil War. Why? Why would that be like we don't do things without purpose? Like realistically, yeah. most of the time, most of the time, sometimes we just do things because they're pleasurable, but even that's a fucking purpose. Or if you're challenged to do it, then it gives you a purpose to do it. Like, yeah, I can uphold, I can uphold this thing. I can yeah, but it. that's still a purpose. Yeah. So you don't do, there's like hardly ever things from an evolutionary perspective that are done without purpose. Yeah. So what would be the purpose of like being into these things, like uh, the Civil War, for instance? Curiosity. Well, well, it's kind of like the white suburban woman watching no, no, the well, Civil War. I don't, I don't not, think, not Civil War. I mean, uh, true crime. I don't yeah. think the... I don't think it has to have an end. Like, something can just be enjoyable by itself. Like, I revel yeah, you in... Yeah, in your conscious self, in your, in your prefrontal cortex self can understand that but there has to be a more i think that ultimately there is well, a deeper meaning well, there, you're saying well, like I don't, deeper I don't in think, like a spiritual sense but deeper get, in, in a cognitive saying. sense well, well, again, you're like what is, drives you to go and look for that thing in the first place right? well yeah. I, th- I think on your own i think these are not mm-hmm, yeah. not just like oh it's displayed in front of you and you're just absorbing i, it. I think that there's what a very different value difference and very very different value difference like for sure, there's probably some sort of like structural reason for these things, but I don't think that like, at least for the sake of that experience, that's what's most important. And yeah. I, I think you would agree. No, 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 I think no, it's no, just I, curious. I, I, I think you would agree with that. I think the f- the experience is the most um, most salient. I wouldn't say important. It's the yeah. most salient, but uh, the reason why is what I'm trying to answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think th- I think the whole thing is like. I think it's curiosity, I think I, dude. I th- yeah, it's I think this, that the curiosity is just a symptom, or the curiosity doesn't explain why. The curiosity it is just what happens. Doesn't explain why, but I feel like it's a prompt that what makes you, you do it? that makes yeah. you execute it in the exactly. first place. But why does the curiosity occur? I think I'm just personally like it's a different question. I think than like it's a different question that I think is a different. It's a harder answer. Like if that makes any sense, I think it's a scientific question. Um, is anything wrong? I, I guess. So what's I, the other question then? No, it's not really a question, but I think the framework is essentially like, like in, in an experiential sense, it's not. There's no purpose to it. It just, it just is. But obviously, you're asking a question of like where it's like the actual like specific origin of it, Why and that's just like I mean, I'm not trying like that's oh, okay. That's a different question, but I I want to answer that too though. Um, what would you think then if if the reason why or what why do you think the reason for these nostalgic um, tendencies or tendencies to to desi- tendencies to uh, have like an, a draw towards you know these nostalgic experiences. Why do you think that tends to happen in almost all humans? I think. Well, I mean, you can go super evolutionary, but like it's defensive in a way because like even with like um, like nostalgic things. Like, obviously, we've already discussed like nostalgic things that you are you live through, like. Yeah, you take a positive twist, you make a negative memory into a good memory, or at least your feel of it or whatever. But obviously for cases where it's like you haven't lived there, it might also be partially of that. Like, especially if they have a shared history or whatever. Like, yeah. Like this is like a you, story you're, you've you're, been told you're that you're connected can, to a community. Yeah. You're connected yourself to a community. Uh it gives you some like some leeway. Like I, you know, I think the point that right, I think you're making is like like these aren't like so like ingrained. Like you can dip in out of, in and out of these yeah. different like social connotations. Like there's like, like a dolphin. No, I think waves. they're largely propaganda. That's well, yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And and propaganda stays powerful. Like Nazi propaganda it's been how many years now? I mean it's not very long, but yeah. Nazism and fascism will not die because the propaganda is still so powerful. Because yeah. it swims in and out of but, yeah. but I, I, think- I don't think it's ne- and and the this is a sensory like a stimuli reaction to this stimuli because those the meaning behind the stimuli like the color red and like those are still very very powerful in our society and those things remain those are the things that are passed down like the meanings behind like the very simple aspects of these stimuli not like this grand mystical idea i mean i think saying propaganda like i think in certain connotations is the correct way but like I think tradition in a main way doesn't have to have like negative connotations. Like historically, like you're to be part of a community was like a good idea or at least for the most part in a utilitarian basis. And in every other most, you know, it's it, really in a very Western individual. It is a good society. idea that, that like world wouldn't work without community. Yeah. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, I would agree, yeah. but I think 
I think so too. I think coming from an individualistic perspective, it is. I mean, yeah. I think. I yeah. I think yeah. It, there are certain stories or whatever that may not like have any like significant value in themselves, but they are. They do in the context of a community, and like they may be propaganda, but like at least, at least it was how it was originally supposed to be. It's supposed to like create a community. Of, identity yeah whether that's concrete or not is irrelevant that's just what we are communal creatures so you have certain stories that kind of keep you down um obviously that can be twisted in a fascistic sense absolutely the interesting thing about that is like you can look at like the history of symbolism throughout humanity the the role that symbols and like words and these things that don't necessarily at least to our understanding play a role in any other organism's cognition plays a huge role in our cognition specifically in the role of memory yeah uh symbols are huge like words and all of this you know like you can read words (laughs) and and you know you experience serious things like emotions i want to give an example uh the the fabled two-bladed sword of caliph ali in like islam whatever and so a lot of islamic countries in the middle ages ages would use the symbol, it, it looks like scissors, essentially. It's like a sword with, like, two blades. Okay. It's a very symbolic thing. Most Islamic countries tight. would have that sideways, like shears, right? Yeah. But on... It's like, we're trimming bushes, but not really. But on, on Ottoman naval flags, it's vertical. And it actually looks somewhat like a cross, right? And oh, it's okay. interesting because a lot of the Ottoman um, officials Ottoman were used to be Christian Balkan boys. So a big part of it is, like, the symbolism of, like, the double-bladed sword in a vertical sense is a cross. M- might be interpreted as them trying to use Christian symbology in their converted new lives. So it's interesting where it's, like, in the symbology of the sword or whatever, they're hiding their memories. <laughs> I am the sword? Is that what you're telling me? No, no. In, in the symbology of using the sword, they, they, were hi- they might have been hiding their memories as children like disguised in their symbols yeah, yeah, yeah. in a thing that would be hostile to them in their memories. Oh, okay. So it was actually... I want to put that in there because it's super interesting. Jane Hathaway is the author who thought of that idea. Let's uh, <laughs> take a break because we've gotten very off topic, I think. But <laughs> Ottoman naval flags. We'll be back in a moment on Our Thoughts Tonight. And we're back. On Our Thoughts Tonight. Our Thoughts Tonight. Our Thoughts Tonight. It's like Bobby Lee in uh, Tiger Belly. Right. About Bobby Lee he, he wraps up at like an hour and ten. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, "All right, that's oh. it. I'm done." And they're like, "What?" It's been two hours. You know what I'm talking no, about, no, though. No, Bailey knows what I'm talking about. Hour. You know what I'm talking about. He's like, "Yeah, it's been this amount of time." He's like, "I don't care. I know I want to talk more, but we're done. I'm done at this time." Well, let's, 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 I mean, yeah. we could easily touch the points. Just yeah, let's. Bobby simmer. Lee fucking sucks, by the way. Oh, he's funny. He's dude. a fucking narcissist pig. Uh, he Is got he a beat as a kid. He's a fucking <laughs> no. idiot. Wait, 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 there was a scenario where he was like, "Fuck that guy." He should come under- on our podcast. Yeah. I like Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee's funny. I think it was a scenario where like he, it was like something did happen, but I don't think it was like his fault. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. But he's a cocksucker. Let's move on to things <laughs> that matter. All right. All right. Well, well, we're in the conversation about being abstract or being particularist or whatever, and. That was one of the things that we wanted to talk about was essentially was like living the good life, which is very value laden and practical for your main life. Um, so if you guys want to talk about it, I'm down to talk about it. So what is a good life? Well, that's like that's the whole question. <laughs> what, what is a good life? So like, because according to Instagram, it's a beautiful life. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently everyone is living it. Right. Because it's constantly documented. Correct. That's yeah. actually important is like part of a good life is to be like i don't know if fame is the right word but like is to be known by other people so like you have like certain good experiences but they don't mean anything until other people know that that you have you know those experiences yeah yeah i don't know i feel like a good life is um solidarity but being able to go wherever you want like having experiencing things to the utmost extremes but not having to tell everybody about it. I feel like that's what a good life is. It's like being at peace with yourself, but being able kind to of have... Kind of level integrity, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like having a good equal balance of the best of both worlds. It's funny that <laughs> this conversation always ends up where it ends, where Aristotle yeah. it just always ends up in middle ground. I was going to say um, this conversation reminds me of... Um, 
the platonic definition of like a good life kind of in in just his discussion of like truth and realness and beauty um, as being like constituents of a good life in some people's interpretation. Could he has ever imagined today? Plato. Yeah. Like, materially, a lot has changed, but not much else has changed. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, like, the main point that a lot of these guys would make, the, the value ethics that. and all I was like, that, bro, is, like, <laughs> a good life is a good life because of, like, not because of a, a purpose it serves, but it's just, like, just what you're doing is by itself, like, good. Like, I'm not so-and-so virtuous for the sake of something. I am this for the sake of being so. And supposedly that creates a state of eudaimonia or whatever it's called. Like yes, I, just, I agree. I yeah. agree. It, it does. Yeah. And you just do good to do good, not and do no harm. Yeah. yeah, not looking for like a reward. No reward, and yeah. no one's looking over your shoulder. Yeah. it's like uh, doing well, it up. I, I think the do of your have heart. a sense of euphoria sometimes. It yeah. does hit you. You yeah. feel just fine. It's yeah, not the tequila or the wine. It's just you feel your good. soul. But it, it, yeah, the modern transition has been like through Hobbes and through Locke and through Kant and through Mill and all that has been to like depersonalize your society into just live in the best way that's safe and just for everybody. We don't care about how you live beyond that. So the, so one problem, like it's very Rawlsian, but like, if the good of community, you don't, so you don't you social distance, essentially you don't go see your friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, you stay locked up, you stay locked up, you, you, you follow certain things and that's, that's the right answer, I think. But like, you know, but in a certain way, your community, your friendships, and all that, like, like friendship is a very important part about, you know, Aristotle's non comedian ethics. That's super important. And you're, you're subtracting that very primal value for the sake of, for the utility of the whole. Yeah. And like, is that really the right thing to do? I think it is. I feel but like, like you could still do that though in this like time and age by like FaceTime. Well, yeah, I think because of the tools that are accessible during this time. I, I think it's still different you'd be than like, to break those rules because there's not those tools. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, mean, I think you'd have to go from place to place to have chit chat with fucking yeah whoever. I, mean, I think it's still different like personal interaction, but I think yeah to yeah. a certain extent you can still like interact or whatever. Even with those tools, you're still breaking them. You're like, yeah. oh, I got to go to the store to go get so and so or this and that or whatever. Like freedom is like something that's super important to everybody, but we obviously don't like, you know, Embody or at least you shouldn't drink and drive or whatever. <laughs> you, you drink and drive or drive at a young age or whatever. America. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is like we make certain like sacrifices or whatever. But yeah. at the end of the day, like how much does does that limit us or whatever? Um, Fast and the Furious, dude. That's no Hobbes for you. Yeah, you no give up some rights to get more freedoms, apparently. But, well, I, I, think, I think the, I think the whole notion of Hobbes, I think that what we're trying to get at is like the whole, whole notion of Hobbes' state of nature as individual or individually oriented human human persons is wrong. Like we're not as selfish as he might make us out to be. I think that's like the whole point. Is at least I'm trying to get is like we're not essentially selfish creatures. And I think like, like Marx would agree with that. Like I agree, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, and I think, but I think, but, but, I think <laughs> but we do live in a, is fostered through capitalism. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, but obviously, in an individuated society, we follow like you know very, very weird laws that have nothing to do with like our personal lives in a communal sense, which again can be better or worse. It could be worse in the fascistic society, but it could be just fine in you know a different mm-hmm. in a communal society, maybe Confucian society post-colonial society but um let's do final <laughs> thoughts my final thought is that i'm happy to be here uh on the last day here doing this podcast in this present place right now that's same uh yeah it's great uh how many years now four here forever for for the, yeah. podcast? For the podcast oh yeah yeah four, we're, we're four. going on four on the 7th of december yeah yeah it was late 2018 yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I get all right. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts for this iteration of the podcast in this place. Uh, it's been a journey being here since the first day where we shut on God to <laughs> to now where we're talking about community is important, nostalgia is important, and all that stuff. Um, 
yeah just i guess we'll see everybody in the next episode we'll continue our world history series yep. some more uh th- things to come we'll probably uh wrap up season four with the history of the world and so be all lookout for season five and uh probably just next year honestly at this point i guess uh see everybody later our thoughts tonight our thoughts tonight our thoughts tonight there you go oh to write a song that has no meaning at all that doesn't touch a personal nerve or heed a social call that knows no up or down that has no right or wrong that doesn't need a reason to waste some time with songs just like that old time rock and roll with the easy chords and a touch of soul give me old time rock and roll and i'll sing ba-bop shabop and whoa 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 Doesn't let it all hang out. That doesn't wave any flag or have any slogan to shout. That knows no east or west. That has no left or right. That doesn't throw any stones or look for any fight. Just like that old time rock and roll with the easy chords and a touch of soul. Give me old time rock and roll. And I sing about Ben. Whoa, whoa, whoa. a brand new start that doesn't preach of rain and fire or heed any higher call that doesn't need a reason to mean nothing at all just like that old time rock and roll with the easy chords and a touch of soul give me old time rock and roll and i sing about that whoa 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 just like that old time rock and roll with the easy chords and a touch of soul give me Old time rock and roll, and I sing bop bop whoa whoa whoa, bop bop whoa whoa whoa, bop bop whoa whoa whoa.